Hi, hello, and welcome to episode two of The People It Takes. I'm so happy you're here. I'm pretty happy I'm here, too. Um, if you can't tell, my voice is a little... a little... gone. <laughs> if you follow me on Instagram, you saw the announcement that I had no voice last week, the entire last week. This is my second week of being sick. I'm getting over it finally and I have enough voice to talk. Being completely honest, this was not supposed to be our episode today. I had not one, but two solid guest conversations, um, interviews recorded, done, ready. From this past weekend, I had them filmed. It was so much fun. It was at the Disneyland Hotel. Wonderful, great conversation great stories. I was so excited. They were going to be great episodes, um, were being the keyword there. I have obviously been traveling quite a bit. I live in Arizona and I've been in Disneyland the past two weekends, um, while coming back to Arizona during the week for school. So I've had my couple days that I'm home. I'm working really hard on getting editing done, but more importantly, my schoolwork done. So I was working on that all day yesterday. I got back Tuesday, um, tried to get some sleep, tried to heal. And then last night, which was Wednesday, I finally sat down to edit the podcast at like 9 p.m. And which was Valentine's Day. This is Valentine's Day, by the way. And I somehow muted my camera's microphone probably a minute before recording. Um, it doesn't say mute. It just, I was trying to get rid of static and mess with these little travel podcast mics that I have, which were working until they were like buzzing. So I was trying to get rid of that. And in doing so, I muted the camera's audio for both of the video episodes. Um, needless to say, I had a very good cry last night. Not just a cry, like a sob. It was the traveling, schoolwork, sickness, having no voice, and then technology all collapsing on itself, and it hit me. So, Valentine's Day, I was crying, but it wasn't because I'm single. It wasn't boy problems. It was technology and life stress problems, and ugh, I didn't want to have to post another PSA saying, hey, by the way, um, there's no episode this week because I can't get this podcast technology thing figured out. Um, so if you're seeing this, just know I've been through it and I'm so happy you're here and I'm sorry you're stuck with just me again um, as your cast member interview for the week. But not to mention, I hop on another plane tonight in like five hours. So I have to pack after this and edit this to have it out by tomorrow, which is Friday morning. So bear with me. This is going to be a wild ride in Mr. Toad fashion. So I thought today I would share with you um, some of my favorite Disney stories, memories. Um, these ones specifically today are from my Disney college program. Um, one is my birthday. But first, I did ask on Instagram for some questions you wanted to answer. So I'm going to go through a few of those and answer some questions um, the best I can can. I'm not going to answer questions about the Disney College program like how can I apply? How much do you get paid? How long did it take you to enroll? Stuff like that. 
I've answered those on YouTube and all they change. They have changed since I did the program. So I'm going to stick to some other questions. This morning, I was actually talking with one of the people I just interviewed about what I should talk about today because this is so last minute while I was telling them that I messed up their video and there is no sound with it which we already it's all resolved we've got it both of them rescheduled and refigured out and it's going to be great um they'll be coming asap but um, they thought it would be cool if i shared some stories because that's what they used to do on youtube they would like look up just people who have been a part of it to hear different stories that people went on and i'm like yeah that's fair enough disney's full of storytellers and i love hearing the stories too so i tried to dig up some memories for today let's get into some of these questions some of them are so good i love how excited you guys are about this how did your disney college program prepare you for life what were some of your big takeaways from it this is so good i honestly grew up on my disney college program i hadn't lived away from family or home before so it was really my um shove into reality without being in full reality because disney living is it is a hit to the head with reality but also you're in this magical place i'd say it prepared me for life by putting me into the real world and having a real world job within such a massive company um you really see like every side of business in a place like disney when you're behind the scenes when you're on stage um the good days and the bad days you just see a lot so it um really exposes you to the good and the bad it helped me decide whether disney was really going to be a place or company that i wanted to pursue a career in like a lifelong career which going into the disney college program if you didn't know my main goal was to um get the experience with disney because I want to be a Disney fine artist. That's not like the animators or Imagineering, though those are like, those used to be dreams of mine. Um, but about two years ago when I went to Disney World for the first time, I was able to meet Rob Kaz, which is one of the Disney fine artists um, that a friend of mine showed me in high school um, because his characters were a lot like the ones I do. And so she shared that with me and... Um, that's when I kind of was more aware of what a Disney fine artist was. And it wasn't just Disney work, but his Disney work, like, absolutely just, it blew, blew me away. It was beautiful because I was used to the Thomas Kincaid style work. Um, but Disney fine artists are the ones who are licensed to paint and sell, um, Mickey characters. Um, the castles, anything Disney owned, as long as it's Disney approved, um, they can make a profit from it. And so that's like a dream of mine because that's where I get inspired for a lot of my work and I don't sh get to sell my work or show that work. Um, but I would love, love, love to paint it and sell it and make that a living for myself. Two years ago, I was able to meet him in person. It was kind of random. He just posted that he was at Disney Springs on our last day there. And I met him. I was so nervous. I was so shy. I think my dad had to do the talking for me because I had looked at his, looked up to his work and um, 
his career for so long. It was like, whoa, I don't know what to say to this guy. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to tell him that I paint, but I like, I do. (laughs) So my dad told him that I was an artist and stuff. And he actually, he actually recognized, I think I tagged him in some work when I had an art account, my Disneyland Lauren account, Instagram account used to be my art account. It's all archived now, but I think I tagged him once upon a time in like maybe high school I think it had to be high school and some drawings of my character and so when i re-showed him that summer he recognized them yeah you've got a really good concept of light and color and i was like oh my gosh long story short after i rambled that is a big reason i did the college program to see if i wanted to actually pursue that and i will say this it opened my eyes to make me realize i did not want to be in the parks for a career (laughs) i didn't that's not for me at least not in the role i'm currently in which is photopass i love photopass i love my photopass family but i don't want to be there um, long term it really taught me how to talk to people and not be nervous to talk to people um to open up have conversations to really socialize with them and just have conversations, be patient. It taught me patience. Oh my goodness. Working in the parks, you have to be patient with um, with the guests, with your job, with all of it. Um, it can be a high, high pace, fast pace place. And there are a lot of concerns and people wanting to make the most of their um, trip, obviously, with good reason. Um, but you have to be patient with them. And those are probably the biggest things I took away from it, I would say. So I'm really grateful that it taught me those things because I still use those. Um, someone asked, what has been the most stressful thing about working at the parks? Um, I did learn the definition of, of being overstimulated. I understand what that means now. In Galaxy's Edge especially, it's just a very loud part of the park it's very it's popping it's very very upbeat i never really thought i would personally be affected by that but there were a couple days where it was like i need to step off and take a breath because i'm freaking out a little bit i think the most stressful part of my job personally having a big line behind me and my equipment is malfunctioning no one's around to help me fix it quickly um And then you might have to like step off and call someone or try to get it fixed. So please be kind to the cast members who are trying. I know not all of them are always um, the friendliest or having their best day. But for the ones who are trying, (laughs) please be kind. Especially the ones with technology like PhotoPass. Um, It's probably not their fault, but they're trying their hardest and they will try to fix it as quick as possible to get you your photos. Oh, this one's so good. I'm so excited for this question. I hope I can answer this the way it deserves to be answered, truthfully. A friend of mine actually asked, where have you been seeing God move the most in your career with Disney? Um, This is going to go into my faith a little bit. If you don't want to hear about it, go ahead and skip on it won't be that long but this has been a big thing for me with disney uh going into the disney college program before i even arrived i had already hit a roadblock where i was like i don't know if i want to work here and 
God has really, he's really shown me how important it is to have Christians in places like Disney. I know it's a very controversial topic, even among believers, among Christians. How can you work with a company, within a company that um, goes against your beliefs with certain things? I think the thing is, if you have a sky of darkness, right? The stars are so small from our point of view, right? They're so small. But their light, even from like miles and miles away, you can see it. It draws your attention and it makes a difference. And when you add a whole bunch of those lights, even the small ones, like throughout that dark sky, it creates this beautiful light for others to see. If you were to take all those lights away, it would just be darkness. The darkness doesn't overtake the light. I think that's so important for believers to realize that when a place is dark or corrupt or you're in a situation, you're surrounded by people who don't think or believe the way you do, if you close the door to it, you're not allowing any chance for the people behind the door. Even things as small as my Instagram platform have made a huge impact that I've been able to see. And I know there's an impact that I haven't even seen, but it's to the point where I've had people come up to me and say, I'm a believer too. I love your content. It's great to see someone working and sharing their light within a place like Disney. God calls his people for different things, um, for his glory. And I think he truly does call people as small as me. Um, into a place even as what may seem as silly or as light as Disney. Um, you know, usually people think of missions in like mission trips across the world in foreign countries and stuff like that. But I think it's important to remember that there are places right next to us, like surrounding us that need light too. And I think I am a little light. I'd like to think I am a little light, and I know I have been. I think it's really important that we don't get talked out of being a part of these places just because we don't agree with them. Because if we don't agree with them and we shut them out for it, you just see people that shut out other people, and that's not what it's about. Even this past weekend at Disneyland, I had a really, a really special reminder for me, a really special encounter with a cast member I was asking him a question and he said, oh my gosh, I follow you on Instagram. Um, and then he says, like in a quieter tone, but he says, I'm a Christian too. And the fact that someone would feel not only comfortable to say that to me, but also want to say that to me, want to let me know that, that there are others out there. Um, the fact that I've made that pretty clear on my platform of what I believe and where I stand in my faith and that he wanted to share that with me and he felt comfortable sharing that with me and that just is so cool to me and that was a good reminder of why I do what I do and that I'm not alone in this community and that there are more little lights throughout the Disney company and just like this song here we go 
everybody, just like the song from World of Color 1, which is the show at Disney's California Adventure, one drop is all it takes. One little light is all it takes. One little spark. <laughs> I'm going to make all these connections. Sometimes just a drop is all it takes. Um, See the ripples, watch them turn to waves is the song by Cody Fry. Um, He wrote it for Disney for World of Color. And I love that song and how it applies to this same thing. It just takes one. But if you have all these little drops, it makes this ocean. So if you have all these little lights, it's going to make a sky full of stars. And everyone's going to see those beautiful stars in the dark sky. And look and admire it. Stare in wonder and awe. And that is like so cool to me. So I've definitely seen God move in my Disney career. Um, not only building my personal relationship with him through Disney and my time at Disney, but also within my platform, which is absolutely incredible to me because I prayed that no matter what I do with Disney or on my platform, that it would glorify him and be for his glory and not for my own. And I think he has truly overtaken it and done just that, which is absolutely incredible. And I feel so honored and humbled to even be a part of sharing who he is through a platform like this, um, even now. And I've had people message me about it and say that they're grateful for it. Seeing me talk about it so openly um, makes them give a second chance to the church or to Christ, which is absolutely incredible. So if I could even make, you know, just one drop to even start a little wave, like, that's really cool to me. Um, so yeah. God's definitely moving. And that's really cool. That took a little longer than I expected, but I get so excited talking about it because that's what I live for. Someone asked if you could change one attraction into a restaurant, what would it be? So this one, I thought of this. <laughs> they should have an Indiana Jones restaurant, except it's <laughs> Temple of Doom themed. You know, when they're eating and it's like chilled monkey brain and the soup with the eyeballs pop up. <laughs> That'd be nasty. Where the snakes come out. Oh my gosh, they cut open the giant snake and then all these tiny black snakes come out. Can you imagine that at Disney as a restaurant? I mean, I can't, obviously. <laughs> Just a thought. Anyway, would you ever consider doing content creation full-time? Not in a sense where I would just be making, like, come with me to the parks videos or experience, try this food at Disney with me. Not like that. That's not me. I don't do those kind of videos as much. Um, I love watching them, but I don't personally do them. And I don't think I would want to long term either. I'd like to bring more of my art into it. And I know content creation would be a good way to boost my artwork um, and build a following if I do become a Disney fine artist someday, God willing. Like, I'd, I want to focus on, like, my dreams. And if content creation applies to that, then yes. Let me tell you guys a fun little story about my birthday week during the Disney College program. And I say week because that whole week and the week after was just full of just fun. So much fun. 
So birthdays on the DCP are just a great time because obviously there's so much to do to celebrate. Day before my birthday, I it was my last day of work um, before I had my few days off. My birthday was actually on one of my off days. So that worked out really, really well. My last day of work, the entire shift, I was with Sully. That's the other place we can go and not many people get him because he is air conditioned. He's so much fun. I think he's fun to work with. Um, he's, he's kitty. He's a big kitty and I love him. I love working in there. Um, it's typically really fun interactions that you get to watch and take pictures of. And so I was in there the entire day and to top it off, it was Sully's birthday. So it was even more, people knew this and they came like dressed as Sully or dressed as Boo or Mike. It was just so fun. And then when no guests were in there, um, they took a picture of Sully and gave Sully a birthday pin. So it said, it's my birthday, you know, the typical Disney pin. And it was so cute. And I got a picture with him. He gave me the biggest hug. I just, it was a fun day. So that was like a really fun way to be like, okay, cool. I'm going on my birthday week vacation after this. And that was a long time to be with Sully, honestly. Those lights in there are like blue and purpley. Um, so it was like, okay, I need to see what daylight looks like. But it was so much fun. And then going into my birthday, my birthday morning was so much fun. I spent it with my roommate, Anna. We went into the park super early super early we went straight into magic kingdom um we got mickey waffles at oh i can't even remember what it's called in liberty square sleepy hollow is that what it is mickey waffles there with strawberries on them um so yummy so we went on thunder mountain so much fun and then we got pixie dusted that was my first time getting pixie dusted which not gonna lie i don't typically get pixie dusted anymore because it looks like sparkly dandruff honestly not my thing i got a birthday pin i got some winnie the pooh ears during the 50th celebration at disney world they had like special treats um and this one was a hi-ho sunday because it was from storybook i can't remember any of these names storybook treats ice cream with hot fudge graham crackers um crumpled up and chocolate rocks that was the tastiest thing ever i loved it i got it almost every time i went to magic kingdom which honestly it wasn't that often it's not like i was there every day but we got that and ate it out in front of the carousel which is super fun we were watching people take or try to take the sword out of the stone and i was like you know what we should try to try to do it because why not um I don't know if I had ever really tried. Maybe when I was little. I had never done it, of course. But, so I, Anna went up first. And no dice. Didn't work. Um, so then it was my turn. And I pulled it out of the stone. I pulled the sword out of the stone on my birthday. And I didn't even, I don't think I had my birthday pin yet. So it was literally just like. That made it even better. That was the coolest moment. I had never done that before. I did not think I would ever do it. 
And it was like empty in that area. For once, it was like empty. There was no one around, of course. So no one like really witnessed me doing it. Anna got it on video, thankfully. Um, and she saw it and a few cast members saw it. So that was like obviously such a fun birthday core memory for sure. I think we went to Tiki Room after because I adore the Tiki Room. I will go in it nonstop. Um, and then we headed home after that. It was such a fun morning, such a fun morning. And then I think I took a nap, honestly. Um, I was totally happy with that. I wanted to take a nap. That's like a good birthday present to me. My sister sent me this um, giant Squishmallow Steamboat Willie. Um, I'm not a big Squishmallow person, but this one's sentimental to me because my sister sent it to me on my birthday while at the Disney college program so it's it remains here and it's so soft honestly they're so squishy love them we made a reservation at one of the restaurants in japan where you could see harmonious i forget what it's called we went to epcot we started at boardwalk we parked at boardwalk and on our way to dinner we stopped to watch the beacon of magic at the epcot ball which during the 50th celebration at Disney World, they had each park had a beacon of magic, which was like the main icon of each park. So Epcot, Epcot Ball, um, Studios was Hollywood Tower of Terror, Animal is the Tree of Life, and Magic is obviously the castle. And at a certain point, usually right when it was turning nighttime, getting dark enough, they would do this beacon of magic where it would light up. Um, they would light it up in the iridescent um, lighting and special music and stuff. And so they brought that with the Epcot ball when the Epcot ball lit up. And that became my new favorite thing to watch. I was just like so in awe. In, that was another core memory. I had a couple of core memories in one day on my birthday. So it was such a special birthday. And I just kind of, there's one, I think they still do it. And the music just like takes you away and you're watching the lights change. And then I think, Walt might say something in it too and it's just like I was just staring at it I was so happy in a different world for a minute it was a great time so we went and had dinner it was really really yummy um really good dessert too and then we had a movie night back at my apartment just a sweet birthday really sweet birthday the next day I also had an off day um I had a little girls I had a girls brunch um, with some of my closest friends at the time during my program. And we went to Ohana at the Polynesian for breakfast. And I had a lay on and I had a little birthday headband. And I was just, I was all out. I was so excited. And I was so excited to have all my friends together for the first time. And um, that was just a fun morning. And the next weekend, my cousins came and my sister came to visit. They all came to visit me. And we stayed at Art of Animation in a Cars suite, which was so much fun. We were all crammed into this one room. There's five of us. Five of us? Six of us. Originally five of us. One of them is married now, so six. Um, and we had such a blast. Such a blast. We did. We had two full park days, and we hit every park. We did all the fun things. Um, that was such a blessing in itself. There's a YouTube video. I have that video. That's one of my first, maybe my last vlog of my actual Disney college program. So if you want to go check that out, see all that we did, 
our room was so cute. It was just that was our first time in Trader Sam's at Disney World as well, which was so much fun. We had a great experience. Yeah, that birthday on my Disney College program will go down in history as one of the best birthdays I have had. And that whole week was just a huge blessing. That was probably like the highlight, the peak of my Disney College program. But in all honesty, I really need to pack and get ready for this flight. I'm so glad I was able to sit down with you guys this week. After all, I'm so sorry there's no guests this week, but there should be really soon if I don't have another technology problem. But as always, thank you guys for being here. If you enjoyed this episode, by all means, feel free to give it a five-star rating um, where it says, ask me something, or what do you think of this episode? Ask anything you want, within reason. <laughs> maybe for our next sit-down, I'll be able to answer it, or maybe I'll throw it in to ask one of my cast member buddies. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm so happy you could be here. I am hoping I'll have a voice, more of a voice next time. I'm so thankful for you guys because you are the people it takes for me to make this dream a reality and make this podcast a reality, make my Instagram a reality. So thank you so much. Have such a wonderful weekend. I hope you guys do something fun. Bye, guys. Bye.